This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, certainly for the Prime Minister, um, at the moment, the situation with SNC-Lavalin is uh, kind of squeezing everything out. But uh, yesterday, he did comment on the situation in Venezuela. And I do want to play for you what the Prime Minister had to say. I I will give him credit for this. Canada has taken a very principled stand regarding the situation in Venezuela and, in fact, shown a lot of leadership on this. Here's what the Prime Minister said about the situation yesterday. Canada calls uh, upon uh, the countries of the world to support uh, a uh, holding of uh, new free and fair presidential elections in Venezuela. Uh, We call on countries of the world to support uh, the interim president, Juan Guaido, uh, who is uh, interim president based on uh, the Venezuelan constitution itself uh, that says since there is no uh, president right now, the international community having widely uh, condemned last May's presidential elections as being uh, illegitimate uh, and um, and uh, unfair uh, means that the actual president of the National Assembly uh, needs to step up according to their constitution as interim president uh, to be able to stabilize democracy there and hold free and fair elections as soon as possible. Um, countries around the world are rallying to defend both the Venezuelan people and the Venezuelan constitution and Canada uh, is pleased to be part of the Lima group that has worked on this and towards this for uh, the past two years. In regards to refugees and people fleeing this uh, ongoing humanitarian crisis uh, that is solely the responsibility of the uh, brutal dictator Nicolas Maduro. Um, We uh, will continue to look at all different ways Canada can be supportive of Venezuelans who are uh, fleeing this uh, terrible humanitarian crisis. And yeah, he's right on a lot of those points. It is a terrible humanitarian crisis. Maduro is a brutal dictator, and Juan Guaido is the legitimate president of that country because Maduro's re-election was illegitimate. He's also right to point out that there's a growing international consensus, starting with the Lima Group, which Canada is a part, now including, of course, the U.S., a number of European countries, standing on the side of democracy. It's not unanimous. We've seen even here in Canada, some members of the federal NDP, some of Canada's biggest unions have suggested that somehow we're involved in a coup in Venezuela. And they have sided with Maduro. Really interesting piece at foreignpolicy.com of why recognizing Guaido is so important. Very pleased to welcome the program of the co-author of that piece, Erwin Kotler. He is chair of the Royal Wallenberg Center for Human Rights, a professor emeritus at McGill University, of course, also former minister of justice and attorney general of Canada. Professor Kotler, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Good to speak with you. Uh, you've been following all of this very closely. What, what have you made then of the way the federal government has handled this situation, the leadership I, I think Canada has shown on this? Well, I think... Uh 
Canada has actually been at the forefront of uh, leadership with respect to moving towards a, a democratic uh, Venezuela and a sage and saving the suffering of the Venezuelan uh, people. Uh, we've been a leader with regard to the uh, Lima Group, which uh, actually produced an important uh, declaration with regard to the movement uh, forward. Uh, we led a group of countries in the first ever, and not much has been made of this, but it deserves, I think, particular mention, in the first collective referral of prospective crimes against humanity being committed in Venezuela to the International Criminal Court for Prospective Investigation and Prosecution. This is not only an important move in and of itself, it's the first time in the history of the International Criminal Court that there's been a collective referral of state parties, both from uh, Latin America and from Europe, and it was very much spearheaded by Canada. But it becomes particularly important now when the issue of uh, where the military will go uh, and the offer of amnesty to the uh, military by Juan Guaido uh, and inviting them to join uh, the democratic process, because the alternative can now be, as a result of the International Criminal Court referral, that if the armed forces don't join uh, the democratic movement uh, for uh, peace and democracy in Venezuela, they may find themselves uh, the objects of criminal prosecution. So the ICC initiative, led by Canada, can help leverage uh, the process towards democratization and the movement of the armed forces in Venezuela in support of that process. Right. And I mean, there, there is the concern that if Maduro decides to fight this out and is prepared to, to use the military to, to bolster his position and, and get support from countries like Russia or China or Iran, uh, that, that things could escalate. And where, where does that leave the, the rest of the world in countries like Canada and the U.S.? How, how might we need to respond? Well, I think, uh, number one, uh, what has been encouraging has been uh, the growing number of democracies uh, that are supporting uh, the interim president, Juan Guaido, as the legitimate government uh, for Venezuela and the movement towards uh, peaceful, free, and fair elections. Number two, uh, for the first time in a long time, the opposition in Venezuela is itself united and not divided as it has been for some time, and united behind uh, the interim government uh, of uh, Juan Guaido. The third thing is the massive popular support uh, in the uh, streets and cities of uh, Venezuela. Uh, almost immediately upon Juan Guaido declaring, taking the oath as president of Venezuela, you had an outpouring uh, in the streets in support. And so these are very important developments and dynamics which were not there before. Number one, a growing uh, number of democracies uh, in Latin America, in Europe, uh, internationally, and a dwindling number of countries that are supporting Maduro. Number two, a united opposition. Number three, mass democratic uh, support in, in the streets. And fourth, uh, the uh, International Criminal Court referral to leverage all this. 
Why do you think then that there are those who, who would instead view this as some kind of a coup that Canada's involved in, that, that they would somehow recognize Maduro's legitimacy, overlook the, the brutality of his regime? Uh, why, why are some taking that position in your view? Well, I think it's an almost uh, reflexive uh, political uh, response on um, pursuing a leftist agenda, agenda, which in this instance is not only false, uh, but really inimical uh, to the needs of the Venezuelan uh, people and inimical uh, to a democratic outcome. Uh, to support Maduro after, for example, among other things, the independent panel of legal experts of which I was a member, but not only that, the United Nations Council on, on Human Rights, United Nations High Commissioner on Human Rights, none of whom could be uh, thought of as supporting a, a coup uh, or being part of a, an imperialistic expression, have all condemned the major crimes against humanity uh, being committed by the Maduro leadership and have called for a democratic and, and peaceful transition. So at this point, the question is, who are you standing with? Are you standing with the community of democracies, uh, the Venezuelan uh, people, the hope to end the suffering uh, the, the, and the weaponization of food and medicine by uh, Maduro, which are part of the crimes against humanity? Or are you going to, in, in some sort of uh, reflexive uh, and in this instance, uh, inappropriate leftist, so to speak, gesture, say you're supporting the socialist government of Maduro against the imperialists. It simply does not uh, square with the facts for those who care about uh, the people of Venezuela, democracy in, in Venezuela, human rights in, in Venezuela, because all that Maduro has done has been inimical to mm -hmm. all those uh, values. And, and so I would hope that some on the left, and there are those of us like myself who consider themselves part of the liberal uh, left, will, will see that the path forward is the path that the Venezuelan people are seeking to take, and not abstractions of, of uh, leftism and imperialism, which bear no relationship to the facts. No, and, and certainly, I mean, it's it's the working poor in Venezuela who, who are suffering. And, and I mean, to say nothing of the fact that Maduro's own vast personal wealth, it, it seems just at every level a very strange position for someone who claims to stand for democracy and human rights and just in fairness. Uh, it's a very strange position to take. So, I, I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't be surprised by it, but it's, it's difficult to understand. No, it is. And uh, as I say, uh, one should want to, to use the language of the left stand with the people, stand with democracy, stand with human rights, and that's what, that would mean standing with the uh, independent, democratic, emerging government of Juan Guaido and against uh, the criminal dictatorship of Maduro. Well, it's important that we do so, and it's, it's good to know that Canada is. Uh, your piece, it's up at foreignpolicy.com. Much more at rollwallenbergcenter.org. Professor Kotler, great to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Not at all. Good speaking with you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.